Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Vamo Radio. I have the lovely American R&B and gospel legend with me, Shirley Murdoch. Hey, Shirley, how are you? I'm good, Vanessa. How are you, sweetie? I'm great. I'm really glad to be talking to you today. You know, I understand that you have a new single out, and I love yes. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl, it's amazing. And I'm Yay! But <laughs> <laughs> so actually, before we get into it, I want to talk about, you know, dive a little bit into your earlier okay. career as an artist. And kind of understand, of course, that you were signed with Electrica Records. Um, so can you kind of tell us how did you get started with the record label? And also, how did you get that deal? Like, what was the emotion going through you when you finally got it? Okay, well, let's take it way back, okay? <laughs> uh, listen, I, I believe that I came out of the womb singing. <laughs> as long as I can remember walking and talking and, and being cognizant of being alive, I've always been able to sing. And I always was able to sing like a grown woman. So I knew that God gave me this gift. And, and there was, not only did he give me a gift, but he touched this gift. And the way I know that he touched the gift is because, because of the way it made me feel and how people responded when they heard me sing. So I grew up in Toledo. Uh, you know, um, this is back in the day. In the older days, <laughs> when we were, I was watching, you know, that Saturday matinees on a black and white TV with a little curly haired white girl by the name of Shirley Temple. And her name was Shirley, so I can relate to that. Oh. And she was young and she could sing and dance and act. She was singing this song on the good ship Lollipop, and she was just the cutest little girl. And so I said, one day that's going to be me. So as I was growing up, I had this desire to be a singer and to share my gift, you know, with the whole world. But as I started growing in my relationship with God, I thought that that the only um, avenue it would take me would be through gospel. And I got uh, many, many offers to sing mainstream or R&B. And I turned it down every time thinking I'm supposed to be a gospel singer until I met Roger Troutman uh, of the group Zap. And I told him that I wanted to sing gospel, but he and his brother, their organization, they didn't have any contacts in gospel. So I left them saying, thank you, but no thank you as well. So, but Vanessa, I left there thinking, God, why is this the only door that's opening for me? You know, um, so I tell you, I just walked by faith through the open door and the rest is history. So when I met Roger, he had me do a demo. They shot the deal with various uh, record companies and we landed with Electra Records. Beautiful, that is amazing. I love that. I'm really glad that you also took that leap of faith as well. And Absolutely. So know, this is what I need to do. And this is where I need to be and look where you are now. Fantastic. Absolutely. And you know, something my mother used to say, she said, baby, faith is stepping out on nothing and landing on something. So we have to believe when we're praying and we're asking and trusting God, the Bible says that our footsteps are ordered by God. And so as I took that leap of faith, I can see there are markers in my life and in my journey that let me know that my footsteps were absolutely ordered by God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really glad that you also made some amazing hits as well. Of course, No More was amazing. Also, As We Wait, girl, oh my God. Now, this ballad, I'm telling you, oh my God, it was so heartbreaking. It was really touching. And it was something that actually everyone could relate to. I feel like yes. I relate to it. And it was a jam, girl. Everybody was jamming and crying your heart out. Doesn't matter when, eating ice cream on couch. I'm telling you. So can you kind of tell us, like, what was it like creating this song? Like, what was the uh, emotions you were going through? Okay, well, I didn't create the song. I didn't write the song. It was written by Larry Troutman, mm -hmm. 
who was uh, Roger's brother, and he was also our manager, and along with Billy Beck from the Ohio Players, and Billy Beck was actually the first person to actually sing the song, because Roger produced a group called The Human Body that consisted of Billy Beck, Ray Davis, I don't know if you guys remember a song called um, Atomic Dog, with that low voice, Bow Wow Wow, oh, wow. Yeah. that's Ray Davis, God rest his soul, and a, a gentleman by the name of Larry Hatcher, who was a horn player for P-Funk, so those gentlemen made up the group The Human Body, and it was on their record but it went out and you know there are a lot of great records Vanessa that sometimes that just don't make it to the ears of the people so uh, everybody in our camp thought it was a hit record because people could relate whether it was personal or you know you know about it from watching a movie or you know soap opera so when I was approached to do it I really didn't want to sing the song because I had a problem with the song and my problem was as it stood I didn't see any regret I didn't see anybody you know owning up to the consequences that happened, you know, in a situation like that. So I said to Larry, I said, um, I know this is a hit record, but if I'm going to sing this song, I need to add these lyrics. And what I added, Vanessa, was mm -hmm. we should have counted up the cost, but instead we got lost in the second, in the minute, in the hour. Because, baby, there's a price tag attached to every decision that you make in life and what you do just doesn't affect you. It affects everybody in your orbit, everybody in your world. So, you know, I, I didn't want it to be a celebratory song about um, infidelity, you know, just as we lay. I want it to be, you know, it's morning, sunlight shines across your sleeping face. A new day brings reality and we must go our separate way. So, because dirt is done in the dark, <laughs> but when the light of day comes, then everything that you did the night before is not exposed in the light of day. And now you gotta face up, you gotta fess up. And so you have to deal with the people who you weren't thinking about at the moment of impact. So oftentimes people make a permanent decision based upon a temporary situation, just because it feel good to you now, honey, the hunty, hunty child, there's a price tag to pay. So, um, so I was able to sing that and I tried to bring that message home. Um, but you know, when Kelly Price redid it and she had the video that she invited me to be a part of, um, you know, she was able to actually show you know, the scenario with the wife and the and the, you know and the and the other woman and all that. So that's the story of as we lay. Absolutely, absolutely. And poor girl, thank you for laying down those beautiful vocals because I needed that today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we all we we all need that just absolutely. to remember. Yes, yes. <laughs> and of course, you had um, numerous um, acting roles as well. And films was really interesting to me to uh, find out. I know you already had um, Ideal Husband. You've been other ones. Um, a couple other ones. I love me or leave me. You've been a couple yeah, other three ways ones. to get a husband with Billy with Billy yes. Williams. Yes, absolutely. and Lenny Williams. Yes, and Leon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I just finished, I finished the movie. I have a movie coming out on Netflix in the fall. It's called The Matchmaker and it's written and directed by Tamara Hill. And we filmed that mm -hmm. in San Diego, California where her film company is. And that's going to come out in the fall. It's like, it's a Christmas movie. And I actually played The Matchmaker. So I'm very excited about that as well. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's amazing. Now, okay, you didn't have to give no spoilers because now I'm excited. <laughs> oh, okay, I got something coming. So if you guys tell me, like, how was it actually getting into acting? Like, was that something that you always wanted to do? Or was it kind yes. of like a transition from music mm -hmm. to acting careers? Remember I told you I was going to be Shirley Temple? Yes, <laughs> so it's amazing how, you know, it's like God knows the desires of your heart. And not only is he the giver of a dream, I want to just emphasize a dream 
I think God gives all of us a dream. And that dream is just a little glimpse of yourself in the future. You know, walking in your purpose and using those those gifts that he's given you, you know. Um, and so um, one thing led to another. So the singing opened the door for the acting, meaning um, like, when, you know, when my records were, were doing really well, um, you know, gospel plays or urban plays, they started inviting uh, mainstream singers to come in and do a cameo appearance and that would help bring more people to the theater so I started off as auntie somebody sing a song and you're done you're one and done right mm -hmm. and uh but I but I knew I'm like okay God you're opening this door for me to be an actor but I can't come I don't deserve to call myself an actor right now because the actual actors did what I did when I was learning honing my skill to be a singer so I just can't just bust up in here and call myself an actor just because I, I have an opportunity what I am I'm a singer with an opportunity but if I do this right I can become an actor so I watch those wonderful actors I glean from them I talk to them they would show me little things like Clifton Powell especially you might know him from Fridays and so he was he's a good friend of mine and he would he would show me little things and I would watch how Malik Yoba how he would use his secondary action meaning you know if you're on the stage and you know you pick up a magazine and you're reading and somebody delivers you a line and you look up and you deliver your line back that way you're not like talking heads so I'm learning all those things from like Jack A. Harry Robin Gibb and so many of these wonderful actors and so one day he said Miss Shirley stop calling stop saying you're not an actor you are an actor so for me the Vanessa, the day that the actors declare you an actor, I feel like now I can I can honestly call myself an actor. So I went from playing like the little small roles, auntie somebody, you know, just mm -hmm. to, to actually start holding lead roles, you know, in these plays. And sometimes I was doing two or three plays at a time. So and then the, the plays turned into film. So, you know, it just the, those doors just keep opening and opening and opening. And I'm just going to keep walking by faith. You know what mama said? Walk by when you walk by faith, stepping out on nothing and landing on something. And I have been landing on some beautiful places. So just oh to just God. to encourage those dreamers out there, dream big. Know that not only is God the giver of the dream, but He is the keeper and the fulfiller of the dream. But you have to allow Him to process you because He's not going to take you nowhere He can't keep you. So you know you have to be processed while you're waiting on the Lord. It's not just like you know, uh, you know, twiddling your thumbs or sitting on your hands. It's it's active, actively, you know, actively believing that it's going to happen, actively preparing. And the difference between, uh, now with young people today than when, when I was coming up, you got the world wide web. Baby, you can get Googleicious, yeah. honey, and figure out how to do anything. You, you can take a masterclass on, on anything that just name it. And so there's so much opportunity out there. You want to make sure that you're doing your part. You do the possible and watch God do the impossible. Absolutely, Miss Shirley. Absolutely. You know what's something I found um, that's actually really amazing about you is that, like you were saying, I, I read somewhere that you were saying, in your previous army cities you always would include either a gospel or an inspirational song so if you kind of tell me absolutely what that, Amy, like why would you do something like that because that's who i am you know i'm i'm a, I'm a born again you know believer. I, I, I love Jesus. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of, of who I am and whose I am. And, and I promised God, I said, okay, since you're opening this door for me to go into mainstream, I'm not going to leave you. See, so I, I never separated my spiritual life from my everyday life. I'm not surely one day on, on one way on Sunday and then the rest of the week, some other kind of person. So my spiritual life and my relationship with God informs me on how 
to live and to act and to respond and to live my life every day. So I never separate those things. So when we were actually finishing up uh, my very first debut album, I told Roger and my manager, Larry, who's his brother, I said, listen, this record cannot go out with me saying something to the Lord. And they knew that because remember, I turned them down at first because I just wanted to sing gospel. And so they said, well, well do you have something? And I have a little song called My Tribute. And it says, I shall not forget what you've done for me. I shall, I shall not forget how you set me free everywhere I go. Everyone will know that Jesus lives within my soul. Thank you for this time to say what's on my mind. You're everything to me. See how short that was? A little short, sweet song. And the record company did not want it on the album. But Roger and Larry both fought to get it on the album because they knew what it meant to me. And so it, it would not be uh, complete, it could not completely represent me if that was not there. So like, like you said, every album that I've had since then, I've always done a gospel or inspirational song. And, and I've also, uh, even in my live performance, I, I brought Jesus with me. I don't know if you remember the song called um, Truth or Dare on the very first record, like Truth or Dare, do you really yeah. care? Do you really care for me? Absolutely. So then we had, we called a church vamp, you know, and then the drummer would, would do a drum roll and go into the, has there ever been a time in your life when you needed to hear the truth? Somebody say truth, so won't you yeah. tell the truth? Hey, we got a church on <laughs> So, you know, that's that's who I am. And so, I, like I said, I'm not ashamed of that. And I bring I bring my whole self, you know, to, to my performance and to the music and everything that I do. Oh my God, Shirley, I'm really just saying, I really am glad that we have someone like you in the industry, so bright, so humble, so beautiful. You have an amazing soul and it shows like the beautiful smile on your face and your music. So of course, with this new single that you released, People Get Ready. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I listened to it and oh my God, it's like your soulful vocals, it touches me, like the way you speak, the way you humble yourself, especially in your music. And I love it. So can you kind of tell me like exactly where did you go from creating this song, especially right now with COVID-19 going on, the situation going on right now with everyone's kind of panicking. So can you kind of tell us like, how did you come up with this? Well, I can't take the credit for writing because this was a beautiful song that was um, that was done many years ago. I think it might have been like in the late 60s uh, with um, uh, the impressions and Curtis Mayfield. I came up in a time, Vanessa, when artists and the music always reflected what was going on in society. So whether it was James Brown, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, <laughs> or, or it was, um, you know, uh, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? You know, there was always something that, that always, you know, that hit the bullseye of our hearts or what was going on in this in society. And so, like you said, because it was going on in, in 2019 and 20, and I'm sorry, in 2019 and, and 2020 with the social unrest, you know, with the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and the protests and so many others, um, uh, people had a lot of loss. People lost, you know, their jobs, even in my business, everything shut down. And so people, they, they, you know, they were, they were in a, they were in a pickle. They were like, okay, God, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? How am I going to feed my family? So people had anxiety. And not only that, they suffered losses of loved ones because of COVID. And some people not even, you know, having the opportunity to even give their, to celebrate their loved one with the, you know, the kind of homegoing celebration that they normally would because of the social distancing and, yeah. and all of that. And, you know, all that vitriol that was in the, in the atmosphere with the, 
pol politically speaking with the left and the right and just so much going on in our world and, and people have been praying and i just believe that whenever whenever god's people pray not, not only does he hear but he answers and so when you pray you're praying expecting expecting is the breeding ground for miracles so as we were praying you have to prepare for the answer how crazy would it be if, if a mother finds out she's getting ready to have a baby and at some point she doesn't start getting the nursery ready she doesn't start buying up diapers and getting bottles and getting all those things that it would take to bring a, a newborn baby home so as we're getting ready see the song says people get ready there's a train coming but i added that there's a train of change coming you know so when we came into 2021 unfortunately we know we had all we had the insurrection but we had we had a new administration and you know and and this administration is trying to do something to help people you know how many people got got their stimmies you know and and um people not being able to be able to get kicked out of their home because the government said no you know you you, you can't do that so you know there was an answer to prayer but there's there was also i believe an answer to this prayer for this COVID. you know mm -hmm. so we have three vaccines i know we have we, we have a little trouble with one <laughs> but yes. um but 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 you know but but they caught it you know in enough time mm -hmm. to say okay we're gonna hold back on this because we, we want to make sure that people are safe so Absolutely. it's like um so when when the answer comes you don't want to have this fix in your mind what the answer is going to look like because you might miss it yeah. <laughs> you know when jesus came they were they're expecting their, their king to come that he'd be coming in kingly arraignment but no he came as a carpenter's son and a lot of people missed him so we don't want to miss the answer to your prayer when you when you're praying you believe in god honey you need to have your eyes open your ears open you need to have your spirit open just just waiting for the answer and so you know my family and i you know we we've had both of our doses of of, of our of our pfizer vaccine and now i can come back out outside the play and I, I i want us all to do whatever we need to do if you're against the vaccine you gotta have a plan you gotta have a plan to stay safe and to keep others safe because if, if we're going to stop the spread the 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 the, the stats say that 82 percent of the country has to be vaccinated in order for us to have some type of semblance you know a regular life and i miss the live performances i miss the concerts mm -hmm. i miss the you know the ministering in church i miss all of it and i would love to come outside and play again i want us all to come back outside i would love to hug you again i would love to take the pictures again can we just do what we need to do it's not forever it's for a little while and i know that our people have a lot of trepidation because we've had such bad history you know but i i remember my husband saying something very very profound he said don't confuse the the, the demons of the past with the angels of the present wow think on that wow. <laughs> so so we have to you know be ready be ready for the answer so the song says people get ready there's a change coming it won't be very long so come on and get on board all you need is faith faith is the key to open up the door so come on and board them you don't need no ticket all you gotta do is thank the lord Oh my God, Michelle, you are completely amazing. And I cannot wait for everyone to hear that single. It's already airing on Vabo Radio, of course, on other radio stations as well. Thank you. And it's also available on, on all streaming platforms. And you guys can can uh you can you can reach me on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at Shirley Murdoch, the number four real, number four, R-E-A-L. And I'm also on Twitter at Shirley Murdoch, and I have a, fa a fan book. Facebook page as well. And on my IG, there is a 
um, a link that would take you to my new YouTube channel. So if you would go to that and subscribe, I can always let you know, you'll be the first to know what's going on and what's next. I can keep you informed. But we also have a ministry page. My husband and I are our senior pastor and co-pastor of a wonderful um, ministry. It's like a church without walls. It's called prayingforyou.org. It's praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, the number four, Y-O-U.org. It started with just having uh, what we call the prayer wall every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from noon to one Eastern Standard. People would call in from all over the country. You know, we'll post it or they'll put their prayer requests right there on our Facebook page and we'll lift it up to the Lord and trust God for the answer. But then it grew, it grew from there to having Sunday Sunday worship services on, on, on um, uh, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. We have gleaning in the word, like Bible study. We have, uh, we also have, um, uh, uh, um, Christian education. So it's really a really a church without walls and every and, and our thing is we don't have members, we have families. So if you ever come in and tune in, you can we we always post on our on our our social media. My husband is a senior pastor, Dale Anthony D. Grote. He's also the music director and the keyboard player for Zap. So, um, wow. you know, if, if, when, you, when you see us, you check us out. We'd we, we love to have you come through and, and just be a part of our services. So any, you, 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 you compliment me. Anything good in me is God. <laughs> and that's God. He, he gets, that ain't that good. It's him. <laughs> it's his super on my natural. Okay. He makes me better than what I would ordinarily be. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Shirley, I appreciate you. You are such a delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate my you. My pleasure. I always look forward to more about you, honey. Thank you so much, sweetie.